Hey, this is Mike. Hey, this is Kaz, and you are listening to Two Broke Watchdogs. You have made it all the way to episode 269. Michael, hello. 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 How do I look? Hello. We've been talking about your lighting. How's, how's my lighting? Your lighting looks fine. We are the total antithesis, antithesis to each other right now. There is no color in your frame at all. Ugh. You are you are awash in neutrals. Your yeah. walls are kind of a taupey oatmeal. You have white trim, white doors. Your shirt is black. Not here. <laughs> my fucking walls are green. My shirt is purple. And my chair is blue. I'm only showing the parts of my office that I can show because it's very messy. And I need time <laughs> to properly set up some kind of captivating youtube setup i mean you got the guitars it's pretty cool i mean i i gotta i have to move stuff around to be that awesome so you we could we could dip into the tbws coffers and get like a halogen neon what the not, a, not halogen what the fuck like a neon like a like a bar light like a tbws bar light do you want to put mm. like a pole chain do you want a bar I, light i thought you were gonna buy me another guitar so <laughs> i can buy you another guitar i think you have enough to hang behind you in some capacity now i got a couple i'm pretty stoked. you could just hang, you could just hang them on like meat hooks in the middle of your room you don't even need like <laughs> you don't even need like a wall to put them on yeah uh, i the... like one of those i uh, the, uh, the dog i can hear your dog okay good good She's that's a, that's how i want it you can hear the dog you could, you could have me one of those like old timey like fair like fun like scary houses where they just like hang like punching bags and you just gotta like woo get at the punching bags hosted, hosted by mark summers Perfect. We're going Perfect. all over the place on this one. Yeah, but it's good to talk to you. It, there's watch things happening. You just came out with a really good state of the collection video. Um, yeah, that was that was a ton of fun for folks who haven't get who have not gotten the chance to check it out. Please go and check out episode 28 of the podcast. Uh, I did a solo episode by myself. I was testing my new uh, YouTube recording setup, so I had a multi camera system. And I had this new lighting, which I'm dealing with now. Um, I don't have to. I don't have to rely on the sun like some kind of animal for my lighting or whatever. You know what I mean? Well, you have the sun on your side, but it's also much earlier in the day. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I think the last time we recorded and I just used my windows, it just got progressively like yellower because you just had to rely on my, uh, my ceiling, which is like yellow basically, but go and check out episode, episode 268 of the podcast. I did a really fun state of the watch collection. I went through all nine of my watches and I talked about, you know, the story behind them, the sentimentality behind most of them, you know, wearing experiences, dimensions and everything like that. I was, um, that was a, that was a ton of, I've never done that. I don't think, I don't think I've ever done like a full state of the watch collection. And I talked the whole time, the whole time I talked for like an hour and a half. We have a couple of, we have a couple of older state of the watch collection, maybe one state of the collection episode way back where we just did it audio only. So it's good. People got an update. At least for yeah, yeah. you got to see really close shots of the Slava Medical, the the Christmas Chrono, um, even my Polyot thirty one thirty three made an appearance. So a lot of the watches that folks hear me talk about, but they don't really have the ch- they never really got the chance to see up close. Uh, that YouTube video that I've been doing doing two sixty eight was was absolutely on YouTube was huge. So definitely go and check that out. But that is the past, and I nary worry about the past. Nary, what the fuck? And I don't, ah, uh, nary, nary ye worry, Michael. Sorry, I'm reading a lot of Robert Louis Stevenson, apparently, for some reason. You know, just getting back in the Treasure Island, I guess. 
Ah, that's so good. This is the future, Michael. We're going to talk about episode, episode 269. Episode 269, what we hated and what we loved from, probably guessed it, LVMH Watch Week. Michael, tell everyone at home what LVMH Watch Week is while I crack open my Kirkland seltzer. Huge shout out to whoever spotted me drinking a Kirkland seltzer on a previous episode. That was the only comment that that person left, I think. Hashtag not sponsored. Um, oh my God, if we had Kirkland seltzer water, dude. These would always they're, be PRS. These would all just be like the same PRS would be behind me. It's the same they're, for. They're here. I'll, I'll just go knock on their door. You know. <laughs> hey, give us, Mr. give us money, Mr. Kirkland, Mr. Costco Kirkland the second, the second. Sorry, yeah. LVMH Watch. LVMH Watch Week is uh, kind of a mini show where we get some new watches for the year. That's basically yep. it. And this time, I think it was in Miami. Um, pretty sure it was in miami south florida whatever yep um i'm trying to figure out if there's a fight outside of my house okay uh, a fight could be representative of many different kinds of things it's like a fist fight or a fight with rocks or is it like mm. a jets versus sharks kind of fight mm. benny and the jets we'll keep going we'll describe blink if you need help you went on YouTube now. You can do that. This is all good. I just hear my dog going nuts and stuff. <clears throat> Cameras going crazy. Um, so yes, that's what LVMH Watch Week is, and a couple of brands, mostly uh, Tag Heuer, had some big releases. I saw. Well, are they big? I kind of feel. I'm not sure what kind of releases they are, but they were interesting. <sighs> I was mostly bored ish with the stuff and please with a, maybe two of them i think there's a general sense of uh, with something like lvmh watch week because it's not as this it's not like a big bombastic huge surprise blah 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 like watches and wonders or something like that like it's just the thing that lvmh brands do to share novelties and new releases and things like that i don't i i i there were some things that i liked I enjoyed, but it's nothing that's going to like, as at least I don't think like shoot the watch world. No, actually, no, I take the back one. One thing shook my world. Well, I'm, this I'm is assuming it's one of the things that you had too. Well, this is when uh, a couple of years ago, tag used LVMH watch week. Uh, <clears throat> I'm pretty sure to release the updated 40 millimeter aqua racers mm. in quartz <laughs> and quartz and automatic. So, you know, it could be a pretty big deal. It could be. That's a good point. Um, But there's just, I don't know. There's some weird stuff this year. I, uh, yeah, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. But that's what LVMH, um, LVMH Watch Week is. Uh, Let me see here. I have a list as the intro. Michael, do you want to do the, uh, you want to do wrist check with me? Oh, shit. I forgot we have banners. Oh, my God. High production. So nice. It's, dude, we're, it's so nice recording with you because yesterday, not yesterday, yeah, technically yesterday when I was when I was doing that episode solo. Oh man, I don't know what was going on. You you crushed it, man. You crushed it. <laughs> Let's do this. Let's transition to the wrist check. We are now in the wrist check portion um, for episode two hundred sixty nine. What are you wearing? Let me see if I can get a t- tab open. Um, I am wearing one of these. We. You got yours back, right? Is it, is it okay now? Yeah, mine's mine's okay. This isn't mine. This is uh, this is a photo from a review that uh, 
Aaron Shapiro wrote for us. For those of you who are not watching on YouTube, this tell people what this watch is. This is an IWC Spitfire chronograph where pilots chronograph Spitfire. Um, yeah, I don't have a multi-camera setup yet, but here's here's the watch for the YouTube people. Um, <laughs> I'm wearing it on a Prometheus Design Works uh, NATO strap with titanium hardware. Uh, kind of a weird combination, but I just like the strap. Uh, I like the fit that I can get with it. And yeah, this watch, uh, man, I got this watch a couple of years ago. And, you know, it has scratched the IWC itch for me. It had some issues, the chronograph, um, after, I don't know, maybe a year of ownership. But I kind of feel, I feel as if that might have something to do with the fact that it was a display watch for such a long time. And I can only imagine how many people went in there messing with the pushers and just like... I didn't know that. You bought the floor model. I did. I bought the floor model. (laughs) I didn't. See, that actually, I think does make a lot of sense. I didn't realize that. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what I did, and um, you know, I got it back now, and it's working just fine. And I have thought lately. I think when it comes to IWC, the best stuff is definitely the chronographs and the stuff that you get in the Mark collection, like the Mark eighteen hmm. uh, type watches, because you know those those watches can be traced back to the you know, military IWCs that people were into and uh, real pilot pilot watches of the past. Um, it's kind of weird to say, but the big pilot is less attractive to me. Is it dead to you now? Not dead to me, but as I get older and more refined. <laughs> do you still do your once a year, you go to IWC, you have a bouquet of white lilies, you have a black veil and you try on the big pilot just <laughs> once once a year you go to the net they know you and like oh if i can michael's here with his white delays and black veil do you still do that or is that has that been a while no the deal with my wife was that we get this so that oh, stops right. so that stops um she's, she's like i want my saturdays back just buy yeah. this fucking watch <laughs> i'm sneaking out at night you know just i come back home she's That's at the so top funny. of the stairs upset like who were you seeing no one's like, you smell like a boutique. Come here, let me smell your neck. No, you mean nothing to me. I swear. You smell like IWCs. You smell like IWC. No, no, no. I was out dating women, baby. I promise. I was not. I was not in the IWC boutique. Uh, but it, it's it's a great watch. I I um I chronographs are kind of funny because I realize I don't use them as much as a dive bezel and. I feel like I have a whole lot of watch on my wrist that I just mostly don't use. Mm. It's kind of of interesting. So, but still into it. I think in the future I might want to get a uh, IWC makes, it came on this olive drab canvas strap, which is kind of okay. But, you know, seeing some of Aaron's photos here, it looks really nice on this brown leather. Um, But what I want, quite handsome. Yeah. What I want is the, uh, I want a black canvas strap from IWC, which is probably just stupid money, like $200, $300 or whatever. But I don't know. Right now I dig it on the, uh, on this NATO strap from Prometheus Design Works. Hmm. Um, Yeah, that's me. What are you wearing? 
I uh, I was inspired by last episode after you know properly wearing it for a little bit for the first time for the wrist check today. I'm wearing my Seiko SNK eight zero five, the first one. Nice, the, the first one. Uh, let me share it here. I told the story about the strap. I don't have the strap for this anymore because I don't know if you listen to the episode, Michael. Did you get Did you get the part where I talked about this? Yeah. Yeah, you plucked the feathers of the ostrich yourself. You did. You made that strap yourself, right? <laughs> yeah, I clubbed an ostrich did with some salami I found just you know after work one day, and I decided I'm going to make a strap out of this. I'm going to take I'm going to take this several hundred pounds, six foot flightless bird, kill it, take like six by six inches out of it for a leather strap, and just let the rest of it, you know. Yeah, just one of those one of those South Florida ostriches that we see all the time, <laughs> just on the streets of uh, Medley. Listen, <laughs> man, I, I they have them at Lion Country Safari. That's all I'm saying. They <laughs> do. Okay. Uh, I no, I uh, the the original strap for this watch, Michael. When I got this watch, you made some kind of offhanded comment like, "Oh yeah, when I got mine, I just cut the strap off and put this NATO one." I didn't know anything about like spring bars or strap tools, so I actually cut my strap off. Yeah, and i i heard I heard that part of your 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 state of the collection video, and i I thought to myself, did I not make myself clear? Or did I seem sarcastic? Uh, I did do that actually, because well, you did cut it off. Yeah, because I didn't have. I was. I was. You know, I didn't have a spring bar tool. Look how long it took me to buy calipers. <laughs> That's true. I run a watch blog. I don't own calipers. I, I just thought eh, this strap is stupid. I'll cut it off and put in NATO. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I was not. I was not being facetious or exaggerating in any way. I just. I did do that. I. I, I heard that part and I thought, was I not clear? <laughs> no, 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 dude. I cut that shit off. It's yeah. gone. I think I used oh. kitchen shears. Also, I don't think I used. <laughs> I think I used some of my wife's like fabric scissors. <laughs> they were like really because they were like really narrow and I could like get into like the thing because they were like needle nosy. So they're not the so best. They're not the best straps, but that thing shines on aftermarket leather and NATO's. This thing is so good. See, so yeah, I'm wearing the Seiko Five um, SNK uh, 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 Eight Zero Five. Really, now if you're looking for this, you can still get these. They're discontinued, but you're probably paying a couple hundred bucks on Amazon at that point. If you really like this older discontinued version of the Seiko Five SNK Eight Zero Five. I would just pay the same or a little bit extra and just get one of the new Seiko 5 Fields Forward style collection watches, whatever the fuck they're called. They were kind of released in the midfield series. I think you're, you're pulling it up now. Yeah. I would just get this. It's going to have a better movement. I think um, you're probably going to have just like a better wearing experience as well. I would just I would just get one of the newer ones. These look very cool. I think, yes. I you know, it took me a long time to get into this uh, new Seiko 5 logo. I still think it looks like the S's we drew in the, elementary yeah. school. The, like the S, like the power S or whatever the fuck it's called. Yeah. Um, yeah, these are pretty rad. And now they're now they're 36 because they were 39 or 40 for a while when they, they first came out. But this is a yeah. this is a solid deal. How much were these when they were announced? Let's see. 200 bucks. 270 yeah. euro. That's a lot. I doubt I doubt that's what it is if you find it on Amazon. Yeah. So I would say I would say just get one of the new ones, honestly. Yeah. Strap probably nicer. You wanted yeah. to cut it off. <laughs> no. <laughs> but that's but that's me. That's 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 from that's what I'm wearing for my wrist check. I was inspired uh after putting it on, you know, during my state of the watch collection to uh to just wear it for the show and 
yeah dude this thing is sweet do you like it do you like it on that strap though because you said that's not what it's usually on right it's usually on that black nato that i got from you the first time got it got it but i like the combination of this green with i guess this was a blonde ostrich i have no fucking idea um (laughs) yep (laughs) (laughs) yep This is what y'all are listening to. I just I think the green with the strap is really really cool. That looks good. So, yeah. So so is it official? Are there no? Just speaking of this watch, are there no seven S two six movements currently in production anymore? I think it's I, all four R's now. That's a good question. Um, yeah, you know how they say Casio makes. I don't know a million f91s or whatever per year <laughs> I, I don't i forget what the number is some ridiculous number there have there there've got to be just bajillions of 7s26 movements out there oh, yeah. and and watches that were released there are just a ton of miscellaneous kind of day date dress watches that seiko made and seiko fives that nobody pays any attention to but they're out there and they're out there they're still sitting in warehouses they're still for sale it's just that they're not they're probably not coming fresh off production lines anymore do you think seiko one day is going to go through that trope uh that we talked about a couple episodes ago where i don't know some watchmakers were walking the halls of the seiko factory and they dusted off an old crate of untouched <laughs> 7s26 movements and they're going to reissue something for ten thousand dollars i'm gonna say for like ten thousand bucks you <laughs> two can get a new old stock 7s26 it's like yeah i can literally still do that now for like fifty dollars that's when we're we're gonna be really old i think they they play off the nostalgia of the skx or something yeah i can that'd see be, that that'd be wild no, I, ex- it's all four R's, I think. Pretty sure. Are they you refined. excited in 10 or 15 years? Are you excited for these Seiko prospects re-release of the SKX for $10,000? <laughs> exactly. That's exactly. what's going to happen. Mark my words. Uh, uh, yeah. But that's good. Good wrist check. Um, you want to transition to housekeeping? I got. I, I just have a couple of housekeeping things to talk about. Let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. Really quick for housekeeping here. Everyone definitely go keep checking out the website too, but in addition to that, we are now going to be hitting with more kind of, I think, target, targeted focus um, YouTube. I feel like a like an idiot for not jumping on YouTube earlier. I had so much fun recording that episode yesterday, um, just doing like the two-camera thing and being able to talk and narrate and talk through all my watches and everything like that. So I'm excited to keep doing that. What I want to do is as part of the housekeeping segment, I'm going to preview the next three video watch reviews that are going to be coming up. Uh, Probably not in this order, but next video watch review is coming up. It's going to be for the, I don't know if you can see this here, the Gavox Longitude Automatic uh gmt i've actually had this watch for a while apologies and sincerest thank you to michael happy family barless for so long but this is actually an amazing watch definitely keep an eye out for the review this one's probably going to be coming out um this week and so by this week i mean the the first full week of february or something like that 2024 does that that have the miyota the jumpy jumpy hand very cool this is beautiful this isn't this for, for for i think under a thousand euro this thing is totally, totally nuts. So definitely keep an eye out for that review. In addition to that, I will be doing a video review coming up for the Monta Triumph. This is this is my actual personal watch. I know, dude. I'm, I'm so, I'm so goddamn 
in love with this watch. It's not even funny. Uh, and in addition to that, uh, this just in, I will be doing a very, very nice video review for the uh, Yema Urban Traveler. This is my first time finally being able to spend time with the Yema watch. We've talked about Yema. It's a French base. It's a legacy French base brand. Um, we've talked about them on the show before several times. And so was finally able to make a connection with them and then get the opportunity to spend some time with the Urban Traveler. It is another iteration in the hashtag, this is hot this year, a legacy of integrated bracelet, stainless steel sports watches. What's the diameter? What's the diameter on that one? Do you know? I mean, yeah, it's... So this is really interesting. I'm I'm going to go in this on the review. The diameter on here is very, very interesting. And I want to get it accurate because I had a I, I had a very particular experience when I first put this watch on. So in terms of diameter on this watch here. So we are looking at, and this is where it gets interesting. 39 millimeters in diameter, a stated lug-to-lug range of 43.5. However, the way this bracelet works, exactly. You're shaking your head no. This is this is not this is not where like a 40.3 uh 43.5 millimeter watch. It certainly wears a little bit larger. So if the 39 millimeter diameter was possibly something that was thinking, having you thinking, oh, that watch might that watch might be too small or XYZ. It wears much larger than um, 39 millimeters, so definitely keep an eye out for the review. This is a beautiful watch, and I'm, I'm, I, like I said, this is my first Yema, and I've been talking about them for so long, and I'm very, very excited to be spending time putting together the review for that. Yeah, fun fact that happens with those bracelets, and on the PRX review that we have, mm-hmm. um, when I measured at those, you know. At those end links, it's actually fifty-one point five millimeters. Look to look. So, do I have my calipers here? Uh, let me see. I don't. I think I put them away. Oh, it's all good. It's all good. That's fine. Save it for the video. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. You guys, you guys will see my, you'll see my calipers on the on the video. So keep an uh, keep an eye on the YouTube for that. Please go and check out the YouTube channel. Subscribe to it. I'm also going to be starting a few new fun. YouTube exclusive series uh, that I think will be very entertaining. I'll just tease that. I'll just I'll just tease it as that. Uh, let me think. In addition to that, I think those are the main housekeeping things. The housekeeping things um, I wanted to go through. Um, anything else, Mike? We should partner with the Hydraulic Press Channel to do like I don't know. We like smash the watches. Will it, sir? I don't think. I think we'll get one watch brand that would try that with us and then no one would ever try with us again. I think any watch would survive it. <laughs> no, I don't think is so. The fight, is the fight still happening outside? Are you still witnessing Fight Club? I don't know what's going on outside. I hear a dog now, but it's a beautiful day. I'll, I'm just going to roll with it. It's yeah, fun. man. That's the, that's the narrative. Hell yeah. No, so yeah, no one's yelling that. anymore, so I'm fine. <laughs> Was it just like weird, typical, like dude fighting? Like, you fucking what? You fucking what? What'd you say to my wife? What'd you say to my wife? You fucking what? Which for like five minutes was just that. Like, just like, just dudes yelling things without saying anything. I think it was a little bit of that. Yeah. Yeah. But it was just whatever. That's fine. That's fine. We have a watch podcast to do. They don't know. <laughs> you, you fucking what? 
<laughs> Record a podcast over here. What are you doing here? I gotta live my fucking life. Ugh. God. So That's many so noises. Good. That's what I get for leaving my window open. That's fine. That's a beautiful day outside. What do you want? It, it really is. All right. Yeah, go and check that out. Keep an eye for the YouTube uh, 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 reviews heading out there right now. And a huge thank you to um, Gavox for letting me spend time with the Longitude and to Yama for letting me spend time with the Urban Traveler as well. Uh, let's do this. Let's hit up the main topic. LVMH Watch Week. Michael, I assume you took the G9 there. I took the what? G9. Isn't that a plane? I heard that on television once. Oh, I think, okay. I think it is. I think it is. Yeah. Okay, I see what you're talking. Sorry, I don't, I don't, I don't speak wealth very well. Apparently, <laughs> is it a private plane? Now I gotta Google it. It's a Gulfstream, I think, is what you're talking about. Yeah, G nine. I do. Uh, yeah, again, I don't casually look up tickets for for private, but yeah, I think a G nine is a Gulfstream. The uh, a metal fabricated. No, that doesn't look right. That looked that that plane from like like 1910. Now we've uh, committed. <laughs> now we've committed. But yeah, I'm pretty sure. Gulfstream. Oh, Gulfstream. Okay, Gulfstream. I don't think they have a G9, though. Yeah, I just made that up. Yeah. That's that's why I was a little confused. <laughs> so you didn't take the Gulfstream? No, no. That, with, the, that's... With, the, with the TBWS logo, like on the side of it? Hey, man, that'd be kind of cool. I don't know. Pretty sweet. The mobile office was called the mobile office. <laughs> LVMH yeah, that, watch week. That um, yeah, I'm pretty sure it was Miami this year. I, I could be wrong. I think let it was. Us, yeah. Let us let us know. But um, well, no, we could just Google it, dude. Yeah, we have the power of the internet, and we just yeah, kind of guess. Uh, yeah, it's Miami. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, where do we start? I guess we can start with tag because they have stuff that I think both of us actually like. And there were two releases from Tag that I like. Yes. Yeah. Do you want to start with the one that I was compelled to write about? <laughs> because I actually kind of liked it. Yeah. Uh, so the first one that we have here, um, the one that I, there's, I can't tell you a technical or historical or very nuanced reason why I love this watch, but the Tag Horror Carrera Chronograph, uh, yeah, this glass box, the uh, uh, this new release that happened, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna level with you. I only like this watch for run one reason. What's that? Because it's teal. Yeah, it's a it's a deep teal green. It's very it's almost like, a, it's, it's almost like an emeraldy kind of teal color, but it's beautiful. Yeah, sixty five six thousand five hundred fifty dollars, and yeah, that's a lot. So I could I could get a Cartier Santos or this. I, I I like this. I would like to see them, and I, I mentioned this in the article. I just want to see more colors. So I, I hope this is a sign of things to come. Um, mm-hmm. You know, kind of like they when they came out with the solar graph, um, they started messing with it, different different colors, different bezel. Um, I just I hope that they keep experimenting with this because it, I I love how bare bones this looks with just the just the date window at nine o'clock and the counter at three o'clock the count that's it's a 30 minute chronograph from what i can tell and there's no way to know 
if the watch is running after you wind it up. You have to see the minute counter go. Yeah, you have to. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, that's too funny. But I think this thing is cool. Thirty nine millimeters. Uh, let me see here. Let's go through some specs. I don't know anything about the dado, um, but yeah, some some watch that it was that kind of inspired it. But the specs are here. Thirty thrilling teal. There they are. Yeah. Yeah, thirty nine millimeter case diameter thickness is thirteen point eight six. I forgot to write millimeters here. That's great. It's fine. <laughs> lug to lug is 46 millimeters. 100 meter water resistance, which is pretty impressive, actually. Yeah. A chronograph. You can time, like your, you can time your 30 minute 30 minute dives. I uh I think the wearing experience on this is probably pretty good. 14 millimeters, because I'm and I'm rounding up. And I wonder if that includes the dome, this glass box. I think it does. Yeah. So then this probably wears very nicely. Yeah, I, I mean, I've only heard good things about how these glass box cases wear. So um, they seem to be pretty popular. That one that we reviewed on the website, I think, is a pretty good seller for them. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, keep at it, Tag. I like it. I, uh, I don't know how much I can get behind this alligator strap. I'm not no. a huge alligator strap person. It's too dressy. It's too dressy. Exa- exactly, yeah. And it, it feels odd on this watch. I would have appreciated um, like a regular kind of cliche rally strap. Fuck, I might have even taken a bunt strap. Because I feel like that would be pretty cool on here, actually. Whoa, that's adventurous. Right? I think it'd be kind of cool. It gives it that sort of like, uh, obviously, this is supposed to be, it's you know, tag, automotive inspired, blah, blah, blah. Again, I don't know the history of like the dado and all that stuff like that, but something on a bun strap feels very tool-like to me. Like this is something that I use for a specific purpose, blah, 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 you know? I don't know. I don't know if our wrists can take bun straps. I think we'll look like, I don't it know. It looked like we're wearing wrapping paper tubes on our arms. You know what I mean? Or we'll I look like, like, I don't know. It'll look like a fetish thing, maybe. Just like a big <laughs> hunk of leather. <laughs> I feel like the. I think I got in trouble for saying that nobody likes bun straps at one point, but I think yeah. bun straps can work. I think, I think, I think bun straps can work. There's a time and place, but I, I think the point is for this watch, I'm not feeling this black alligator strap that it comes with. No, I, I've never, I don't like the, the texture. I don't like the grain on alligator. I think it looks too dressy. I think it's yeah. weird because a lot of brands will then dye it to, so it'll be blue alligator. Well, I've never seen one of those in the wild, so it just <laughs> looks very strange to me. How, how how baller would that be, though? An alligator leather strap that was just alligator color. I mean, they're out there, I think. That'd be baller. I would do that. I would do that on this. That would look terrible, yep. but I would do that. I'm sure if you find some of those Panaristis will get you every kind of leather that you can... <laughs> All the types of leathers, legal and illegal. Hey, man, I heard you want some Oompa Loompa leather. I'm like, oh, I, I didn't really think about that before, but now that you mention it, maybe. Find, go find a strap thread on a Panaristi forum that's like 900 pages long. You'll see some interesting leather and got think to Jodo, yourself. Got some how Jodo did, leather straps? You're like, how did you get that? Okay. Too good, man. Uh, yeah, the that dark, was, that, the dark was, side. <laughs> the dark side of watches, the illegal strap trade. 
Hashtag not a fetish thing. Not a fetish thing. <laughs> I would watch that show so hardcore. It's like cops where they bust like illegal straps, like illegal strap, like rings. Like, they, oh, go to, is- they go to a wind-up and raid, raid a wind-up, and all the all the nerds just they, all of us run out. They're just like <laughs> jumping over each other, go over the doors, <laughs> throwing their watch straps out the windows as fast as they can. <laughs> I would watch that, man. I'd watch that so hard. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, this tag, this tag, <laughs> this new career chronograph in this striking teal, I think as they call it. I think it's, I, I think it's very cool. Very, very cool. Not going to change my world, nor my life, but very cool. Uh, that was a fun release to see. Sorry, I'm still trying to think which character in our world would look the coolest being uh, dragged out by the cops at a, a raid, illegal leather raid at uh, at a watch show. Probably me, emphatically, emphatically pleading and saying that this ostrich was ethically euthanized. <laughs> Just point like, it was ethically euthanized. <laughs> I'm gonna papers. go. I'm gonna go too deep into this. Sorry, in, into my papers. into my fan fiction. Um, let's that see. would actually be a really great like NATO commercial. Like if someone <laughs> made like nylon straps. First of all, it'd be a five minute commercial, but then at the end it would be like nylon straps. You don't have to worry about illegal leather raids. And it's like, yeah, I guess I guess I wouldn't have to worry about illegal <laughs> leather raids. Hashtag not a sex thing. Not Again. a sex thing. Again, Again, we we can put that on our hashtags in Instagram next to Seiko Catterday. Seiko Catterday, hashtag not, not a, a sex thing. thing. <laughs> I like it. I like oh, it. oh man, what we're really, what's, we're what's really off topic, but this is this is fun. Um, this is fun. The, what can do I, you got? Can I show you some that I didn't like? Um, Always. Let's see, there was. I'm trying to figure out. Maybe if I go to the... shades indoors, always. <laughs> oh man, uh, where? Okay, these these things. Come on, page, load. Come on, page. Don't let Michael down. Damn, right. my lighting is so much nicer now. Good lord! Did you see these? The Hublot <laughs> Classic Fusion <laughs> Turbion or Linsky? I, I did see these. What didn't you like about these? Okay. I'm looking at them again. I don't know if I don't like these. Okay. Sorry. Bear with me. I'm I'm here, man. I kind of... Mm, okay, maybe I do like these. Never mind. They're kind of cool. Not really my style. Um, I like this layering effect that's happening with these different sort of shapes as they're... As they're staggered so if you look you get this almost um it has it's almost sort of like intricate geometric shape just because the nature of these lines and these shapes but then on the inside of the dial it's just this like it looks like the, like like inception it's just all these fucking lines crashing into each other so it's, the overall balance is very interesting it's kind of a mess on this blue one but this yellow one look the indices on this one aren't colored the case color just like the yellow one oh. unlike the yellow one so the yellow is a little more legible, I think. That's beautiful, actually. That's actually a nice touch. Someone, so whoever was working on the blue one fucked up. Yeah, I guess. But um, man, the how only much... thing I didn't see is how I was exactly. I was gonna say how much was this watch? That's the only thing I didn't see. It's probably a bajillion Swedish fish. 
Dude, um, <laughs> one time. I said it one time. <laughs> never going. There was some artist also that they collaborated with on this. So I think I saw that and I thought, do you remember, wasn't it Hugh Blow that did that, those watches with that artist that used the Monopoly guy? I forget. What? I feel like that's some sort of like, commentary the artist like sneaked in uh let me see Ublo monopoly guy let's just see where that takes me there's some yeah there's some artists that they collaborated with in the past and i think the one thing the guy does is put the monopoly dude on stuff and it's is really kind of cringe and annoying and i i I saw a collaboration with artist and then my head shut off but (laughs) um yeah I think these are, I think these are okay. I think I'm gonna, I'm retracting my. Watch it be just a completely different brand. This is what happens when you do the watch podcast for so long. It's just releases from years ago. I can't. I just they're not in there anymore. I think um. I can't find it. I don't know. I I I I I I vaguely know what you're talking. About. I feel like I've seen this. Uh, what you're what you're talking about. You know, I never know. I never. Uh, clearly clearly you and i are not the target demographic or audience for this but i never really know what i'm supposed to think when i hear about random like collaborations like that between artists and watches and i just think it's something you know dumb but but then you know let me see i'll pull up i'll pull up an example here of one well here i don't have to show you the example you know what i'm talking about but then i remember there there have been there have been a history of watch and artist collaborations that have been monumental like the Johans Max Bill collaboration who did they collaborate with by the way these things are 95 Max Bill. Oh, oh yes, my yes fucking yes. christ jesus yeah, yeah. 90, 95000 could at least gotten the color right in that blue one for 95 that is the blue one less money now because they didn't get the color right <laughs> i don't know i'm sure you'll find an amazon watch for 10 dollars that has the same look hell yes <laughs> hashtag hashtag premonition but yeah so like the maxville collaboration with with um with young hans like that was an artist collaboration that obviously was amazing and had great uh long-time reverberations and impacts for the brand and everything like that but we have a piece on the website actually about artist collaborations and watch friends, um, written by TBS contributor extraordinaire, um, Damon Bailey. So, if you at all curious about this, you know, we can uh, include a link to that, you know, piece as well. I think there's definitely more to be written on the topic, but just in the case of this Ublo one, who was the artist that they collaborated with? Um, let's see, I closed the page because I didn't care. Uh, I'll find it. Uh, <laughs> Was it Richard Orlinski? Is that is that what? I don't know who that is. I don't know who that is. Yes. See, Orlinski, who has been the world's best-selling contemporary French artist since 2015. I haven't heard of him. Um, We're not French. <laughs> We're into art all that much. I don't know. At least um, I'm not. Yeah. Not really. Sorry. No. <laughs> Mr. Orlinski, I'm sorry. Yeah, he's sitting at home super pissed right now that he finally gets a shout out to a watch knobs. And it's this. Who the fuck Richard Orlinski is? Like, motherfuck, guys. I love you too. Not more. 
I'm only know. seeing Orlinsky. Are you sure it's Richard? I oh, don't yeah, know, but I, there's a Richard Orlinsky who is also a French artist. So I don't know how many Orlinsky French artists there are just kind of running around. The uh, a, a French sculptor, Richard Orlinsky. Yes, you're right. Yes, I'm sorry. This is great. This is a this is a real podcast. <laughs> That shows how much I cared about figuring out who it was. I just um, don't know, like, like, do I buy this? Okay, so do I buy this watch because I love Hublot or because I love the sculpting shenanigans of one Richard Orlinsky? Man, I don't know. But one thing is for sure, the colors are very nice. I think in the about- we've talked about the ceramic colors that Hublot gets. They're so vivid and just like in your face um this is the first time i see colors that are more uh pastel uh mm-hmm. and they're also again just very nice looking other than that it, the watches are absurd Ninety-five thousand. jeez that's so funny that's more that's more than a patek annual calendar in some cases yeah so <laughs> just think about that you you better like the watch that much let me see here. I'm trying to find that artist piece we have on the website. Cool. So I can, I can share the link with you. Yeah, art, art, artists and watch collaborations. Such a great piece. Definitely go and check that out, everyone. Uh, I think it actually speaks a little bit to what I was trying to like get to on the uh, uh, on that last segment. But uh, okay. Um, oh, is it my go? Oh, did you find it? Yeah, it's this one. Boom! Super cool. Yeah, this is very in depth. Hmm? Very. Damon, Damon, Damon does not fuck around. Yeah. Uh, let me see here. Is it my turn next? Yeah. What do you got? I think I sent you the links already, but uh, well, no one asked, but we still received. We got some more Octo Finissimos from Bulgari. Let me pull this. Up. I, I think I sent you the one that I I I uh I thought was kind of cool. The pictures are kind of weird. So this is a another iteration of the Bulgari Octofinissimo in I guess what so what is this color? Because I, I think I might have seen this color called one thing somewhere, and it might be something else here. I don't know what this color is. It's a it's it's supposed to be Tuscan copper. Uh, I was gonna call it a pale copper. Yeah. Um so I guess I guess copper in the region of Tuscany is paler than other. Than copper in other parts of the world or something? I don't the more, know. I, the more you know. The mo- I please I'm not like a copperologist. I have no fucking idea. If that's actually a thing. I like the Octophenissimo line. I've tried this watch on a couple of times. It's definitely one of those like the Octophenissimo is one of those watches in in most cases where you know you see it. So this one's in stainless steel, but I've tried on the one in titanium and it looks like you just fucking like clawed it out of the earth. And cracked open a geode and like oh here's a here's a here's a here's a watch um i like the octophenicio line just because it has a very nice combination of comfortable wearing experience because it's terrifically thin and it's uh also still very bold and i find the craftsmanship in regards to the case and the bracelet very 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 nice but it's one of those funny watches where Okay, you know, we talk about uh, uh, the Oblo co- collaboration with um, Richard Erlinski, you know, $95,000. No way. No way. That's, 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 that's insane. 
you can get an Octofinissimo, you know, here, this one's 13,500. You can get an Octofinissimo for like 10K, I think, if it's like used or whatever. Obviously, that's still not going to happen. But if I were to choose, I would kind of rather spend 10K on an Octofinissimo than like $95,000 on that Hublot. I don't know if I'd spend $95,000 on any watch these days. <laughs> but, um, not that I ever could, but whatever. Yeah, these. So you've tried. <laughs> so you've tried on one uh, an Octo Finissimo. Yeah, on the which it was on one of the Disney cruise ships. Does it? Uh, does it? Does it span your? It, it just looks like it'd be really long. It's very. It's very. Yeah, like they like like I don't know what the specific look look measurement of the one that I was wearing was, but it was like my whole wrist. Okay. <laughs> but it was still. But because it's so thin very cool and this is one of the really interesting things about certain i think there's something a bit almost esoteric or non-tangible about how something finely crafted actually feels on your wrist you can feel the difference or if you should be able to fucking feel the difference because i have in my experience between something that has an amazing level of attention to detail that works to you know, a level of quality and finishing that is very, very difficult to beat. Things that are built very, very high quality actually do feel different on your wrist. But that does not mean everything that is expensive is high quality. And that also also doesn't mean everything that's quote unquote affordable is low quality. You can spend three or 400 bucks and get that kind of feeling that I'm talking about. You know, but in the case of the Octo Finissimo, when I wore that watch, that was one of the first times I put a watch on where I was like, okay, I can actually feel how well built this thing is. You know? Yeah, I can I can I can get on board with that. Um mm-hmm. you you definitely do feel that that kind of stuff when you're hopefully you're feeling that when you're breaking into this uh this price point of thirteen thousand five hundred. I've also just noticed that we, so we've had quite a bit of discussion on the color. You said Tuscan copper. The I website supposed to be. The website here says sunbrushed metallic salmon. By the way, metallic salmon sounds like a, a Mega Man boss that you fight. <laughs> you, you you don't like mercury tainted salmon, Michael? I don't. <laughs> I'm trying to think of what what boss move metallic salmon would have that Mega Man has to watch out for. Um, and then Liquid also metal the, flipper. <laughs> there you Tuscan go. <laughs> and then down here, and then down here, it's just pink color. Come pink. on, man. Yeah. Ho- okay, this is a ho dinky piece. Okay, I might have been talking about a different watch. Okay. <laughs> well, still, there's the, it's two, called two different things here. Uh, yeah. Metallic salmon. <laughs> I love it. And <laughs> so good. Pink. Um, this is cool. I'd like it more if it was titanium. Uh, cause again, I think a watch that's this, so it's 40 millimeters square, square, yeah. basically a square case. So it's going to be pretty chunky. Um, or not chunky, but just very wide on the wrist. Mm-hmm. Cool watch though. Titanium is the way to go. Yeah. In my opinion. Yeah. They make With a cool, things. they make a cool GMT chronograph. And I just, I can't remember if that one's titanium, but it's pretty rad. Oh, shit. That's pretty cool, actually. Hold on. Let me, let me see something here real quick. Give me one second. Okay. Moment of between the consumer and the other, I'll be honest. Thanks. 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 Than
yellow gold stainless steel blah, blah, blah. i'm trying to see if it says the dial color here fuck it does not fucking bulgari just stick a stick to a word man just choose the word and stick with it bro <laughs> <clears throat> if you're at all curious apparently the water resistance resistance is 100 meters for some fucking reason so if your if your gulf stream crashes in the ocean Sorry, I just I still have the Gulf Streams pulled up. Yes, <laughs> the, the old the old callback. I like it. Yeah, your Gulf Stream cap. If your Gulf Stream, uh, you, know, God, you know, God forbid, unfortunately plunges prematurely into the ocean, and you're left with no other tool except your Octopinissimo, it will survive the crash. I can't say the same for anyone else on the plane with you, but at least your watch will be okay. Right? Yeah. Can I show you something that I really liked? Always. So. Dude, did you see this watch? All right. Oh my gosh. All right. Did you see? I did. I didn't get the chance to dig too much into it. I don't know how my I don't know how to feel about it, but it is very pretty. For the listeners, this is the Zenith El Primero Chronomaster Original Triple Calendar. Beautiful. And by golly, it is a beautiful watch. Um, this may Wow, I'm trying to think of how I've been feeling about the El Primero lately, and just the wide range of models that that they offer. I um, I got rid of the Speedmaster a while ago, and yep. I've been thinking, oh, maybe I'll get another one. But I've also been thinking, man, maybe I'll get an El Primero instead. Because <laughs> really? have you? It's so cool. One I haven't tried one on. I, I probably should try one on, but these things are. I just love the variety that you get out of the collection even before this one. But <clears throat> this with the added complexity of the moon phase and the, you know, the triple calendar, it's just, yeah. it's, it's something. It's something. It's a lot. I wouldn't get this one because it's crazy. That's, that's $13,400. It's $100 less than the Bulgari. It's perfect. It's a great <laughs> deal. It looks really cool with this uh, very it's nice like black tur- leather turtleneck. I need this. <laughs> I need this turtleneck, and uh, and then I'll get the watch. Does um, the turtleneck come with a watch? I probably can't afford whatever turtleneck this is, actually. So. <laughs> so wait, what are the what are the wearing specs on here? Let's take a look. Thirty-eight um, millimeter in diameter. Wow. Yeah, they um. Dude, heck yeah. Man, why don't they put the thickness? Brands, you need to put the lug lug measurement and the thickness on your websites. If you don't, you're fucking terrible. And you're <sighs> part of the problem. They don't care about it. They still, they, they think it's more important on this watch that <clears throat> pro, does not have gemstones. It'll tell you a, a toggle here for gemstones that does nothing. Um, so, but yeah. That's funny. I was really into this one. It ha- it's got a great look to it. This is the kind of leather I'm into if I do wear leather. I think this is calfskin with matching stitching. Just matching stitching, yeah. That's super low profile, very nice, and gosh darn it, this is a beautiful watch. Go back to the main photo. Something really interesting that I'm noticing. Can you zoom in? Enhance? Yeah. Enhance. Enhance a little bit more? 
I love how so you see the you see the darker track for the seconds or no I guess that's not seconds. What is that? I don't know what that is. I don't know what that is. It goes to a hundred. Well, whatever. That if you look at the font, I love how it's and you can see it in the date wheel as well. It's slightly elongated, so it's filling in as much available space as possible. That's actually really, really cool because a lot of the times you'll see certain font usage in certain enclosed areas and there'll be a little bit of room above and a little bit of room below, which, you know, can be fine. But there's something really, really cool uh, about just seeing how they're kind of because they've had there's a lot of shit on this ballot on this dial that they have to balance. You have your moon phase, you have your date, you have all these different registers, you have all these different scales. I don't know what uh, most of these scales are. You know what I mean? So I thought that was, thought that was a really nice touch. I just, I love triple calendars also because you get that sort of, you get that complexity, that feel mm-hmm. of a perpetual calendar, but not at the price, <laughs> you know, because you have, you have the day, you have the month, you have the date and then a moon phase and all that. Just, it looks really, really nice. And if you're, if you're weighing this out between that and a perpetual calendar, I mean, price-wise, you're going to be way, way below um, this thing's, oof, man. Do you you need a perpetual calendar? Or do you just want one that looks like a perpetual calendar? It's just so much work at the end of the month between the 31 day ones and the 30 days to, you know, I just, (laughs) I can't be bothered to make that change. I know that's kind of time, God damn it. I think, I think from an orological standpoint, it's still pretty impressive. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's fair. Uh, Let's see here. I got to say, this one's that I like this one, but it's a bit 50 50. We got some new solographs, some new tag, tag hoyer solographs. Let me see. Is it? I think I sent, I think I sent you a link. Do you want a link? I think I got the link. Let's see. Are you talking about this one here? Oh, yes. Hello. So, two very interesting things. I am, uh, I'm a big fan of the Aqua Racer line. I would like to own an Aqua Racer. Um, one day as part of the collection. I was also an even more, I was also an even bigger fan when they started to introduce the, the Solograph time pieces. So there's like the regular Solograph and there was like the Titanium version of Solograph. They just introduced more Solographs uh, with different dial colors. One of them is this one here. I don't know what they actually call it. I think they call it like C. Lou or something like that. Northern. Yeah, right. This thing is beautiful. Now, the only problem is it is 34 millimeters. Yeah, I saw these and I, I like the colors. They're, they're it, all pretty cool. It, are they too small? That's too small, man. That's too small. I mean, you can go try one on, but if they just took this, if they just took that color, the first one that you shared, this one, and put it in the 40, that'd be a, that'd be a, crazy good seller yeah if they just kept toying with this dial texture in different colors could you imagine if they did this in a i don't know tuscan copper pink <laughs> metallic salmon or whatever people would lose their minds and they'd metallic start buying, salmon <laughs> they'd start buying solar graphs the attack orders. so good so this texture is very very cool i like this well here's what we can do i have the next best thing to see what this would possibly look like. Maybe not on your wrist, but maybe, maybe my wrist. 
Uh, you want to send me the link? We could show the people. Yeah. We're okay in the private chat thing here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, good friend of the show, Bilal Khan, writing for WatchTime.com, actually spent some hands on time with the new 34 millimeter uh, 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 solar graphs. Not, I don't think he had the color that we were looking at, but he spent time with these 34 millimeter ones. Ooh, look at that. Oh, the blue looks really nice. The blue is really nice with that lighting. with that somewhat offset color uh, uh, on the second hands as well. So yeah. he's not okay. too bad on him. Okay, all right, I'm listening. Right, I feel like I could do that. If a law could do it, I can do it. And that's, that guy's awesome. That's <laughs> true. It's right? true. Everyone, go and check out this watchtime.com uh, piece um, that he's got up here. We'll try to include a link uh uh for it as well these are fun these are these are these are definitely really really cool once again below helping me figure out if i want to like a watch or not i'll never forget i maybe figure out that i really probably wanted that hermes h08 i think it was awesome that's another cool watch yeah this doesn't look this doesn't look too bad i wonder if it's i think the the bezel is is beefy it looks beefier because it's got these clamps clamp looking things on the side yeah oh 9.5 millimeters thick that's really cool that's like your uh isn't that like your your monta is around there what the uh 9.5 millimeters yeah but the monta is automatic i don't know how (laughs) they manage that but this thing is cool I, i i i like it i think my only concern is because of this beefy bezel and the nature of the case at 34 millimeters, the dial's probably pretty small, <laughs> right? That's something you get over, honestly. People make fun of. Uh, so actually, when the when the Doxa, the one that I have, when that came out, mm-hmm. um, people they bought it up like instantly. They, they sold out super quick, but wow. they were purchased by folks that I guess never really handled anything similar in person and that that's something that people got hung up on um, right oh, the dial is so tiny it's such a tiny dial but i you know you get used to that i don't i don't think that would bug you all that much after a okay. while so we'll see I, I i'm i'm just excited to see more love for the tag Oyer solar graph collection i just i i'm back and back to that chronograph that we talked about first i think i think the brand is doing it it just seems like they're having fun um i think with the (laughs) i think i think with the um with that skipper release that came out and Mm. the glass and the glass box and the 40 millimeter aqua racers coming back even in quartz with more of that 90s look um yeah, it, it there it just seems like they're having a blast over there. I don't know. I could be wrong, but interesting release. I mean, yeah. Let me see here. Uh something I did not like. Did you see? So we're gonna go back to Bulgari. <clears throat> we only have like five or six brands to choose from, so we're gonna have some repeats. Um did you see this Bulgari? I guess it's called the the Lucia or Lucia collection. It's like the gems, like gems and like all these different like little gemstone settings and things like that. No, I haven't seen that. You can send that here too. We'll pull it up. Let me grab you a proper link. 
The only other one I saw was that Super 70s uh, gold gold one that they they brought back. It was it's fun. Time, time only. Yeah, it's fun. Not for me, but that's a that's a fun one. But yeah. Uh, I only have it in the form of this watch Anista link. Or hold on, wait a minute. I can grab you another one. This is a this is a proper proper podcast, everyone. Let's see here. God damn it. I'm so bad at things. You're good at things. Don't, <sighs> don't speak that over yourself. Hey man, I think you're good at things. Thanks, man. Uh I'll just send you this link. Fuck it. It's all right. Where's my thing here? Oh, StreamYard Mallard. Uh, if you scroll down, you'll find it, but it's like L-U-C-E-A if you want to just like control, control F it. Control, fuck it. Sorry. Oh, yeah, there's there's the gold one that I was just talking yeah. about. Super 70s. It's fun. It's not for me. Keep scrolling. Scroll. There we go. Now you this hit one? it. Ooh. I don't like these. It's one of those things where, especially this main one, they're highlighting. So, like, this collection features a lot of gemstones. It's supposed to be more evocative of jewelry, which I get. But there's good-looking jewelry and there's bad-looking jewelry. <clears throat> I think this one's the latter. I don't... What I really don't like is the bracelet. No? That looks interesting. Really? It looks like copper tubes for middle, like, center links. Oh. I don't know what the well, web page is doing. What are you doing on the web page? Uh, Michael, Michael, follow my voice. <sighs> Washingista. No, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what your website was just doing to Michael. These are a little too gaudy. Yeah. If I if I were to try to actually, I knew, you know, I realized actually it's kind of a nice touch. I think the crown is like a movement jewel. Really? It looks like a bear. It looks like a bearing. It looks like an oversized bearing. Kind of what you get on this model as well, right? This... Yeah, it's the same thing. Yeah, I think that's like a thing with the collection. That's interesting. That's kind of fun. That's that's an interesting nod. But I don't know. I just I I think there's a better way to execute something like this that they were going for. Obviously, I'm not the target demographic for this audience because I think these are very very expensive. Let me see. I think that dial looks really really cool. You like the gem dial? Does it come with that box? This this little one that they show. It's like it's like jade box. I don't know. Let me see. That'd be that'd be kind of fun. No, that's certainly not right. I don't know how much this thing is. Too much. Is the right answer. <laughs> Too much. I'm sure. Uh, oh, here we go. Uh, Seventeen thousand euro. Twenty thousand euro. Yeah, that's got to be for the uh, the ones that aren't as decked out. I bet you yeah. this is the the seventeen k one. I mean, at that point, just spend the extra three thousand bucks and get like the old like like dying Russian czarist aristocratic looking one. I mean, like that's fine. It'll go this well one? with your Fabergé What about this one? This this crazy gold Octofinissimo. That's the gold Octofinissimo. It doesn't look good in gold. It looks like you bought it in a gas station. I'm so sorry. This watch is perfect in titanium. Look, you're not crazy. This also says Tuscan copper. 
So you're right. I'm not insane. Yeah. Tuscan copper, metallic salmon, and pink. Take take your pick. Take your uh, pick. But I, I don't like the Octophanism on gold. Because we're getting into like Invicta territory. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. It's just a giant multifaceted gold watch. Yeah. Like, yeah, sure, it's real gold. Like real real gold and you know, like plated gold are like obviously real gold will always look better, but I don't know. Imagine I'm being a huge titanium kick right now. Oh, me too. I mean, <laughs> don't you remember my my fan fiction titanium Monta Skyquest? Oh shit, dude! Yeah, hell yeah. If you guys, if you if you're still listening, <laughs> you there? Uh, please, okay. please believe. Me. <laughs> Yeah, that's fun. LV Mage Watch Week. It's like a thing. Like it's just it's just a, a cool little thing to see kind of some of these releases. Yeah, I, I remember you're right when um <clears throat> Tag did those new 40 millimeter updated Aqua Racer releases, the last LV Mage, which is a pretty big deal. I don't think there's anything this time that was a really big deal. Those solar graphs, if they weren't 34 millimeters, probably would have been pretty cool. Um, I think the intention is to have them be uh, you mentioned Manta. Now I'm playing with the goddamn Manta clasp. That's what that sound is. That's what the sound of me cracking walnuts is. <laughs> this thing down. Um, I love that bracelet. The uh, I think the intention with the 34 millimeter solar graphs is that they're supposed to be unisex. I think they certainly are. I would still like to try one on, but my first inclination is like 36 would have been cool. Maybe maybe we'll continue to see more size iterations i mean 36 millimeter divers are just kind of classic classic mm-hmm. dive watch so so but overall i think that's a good, pretty good summation of just a lot of things that were you know worth talking about i think for i, I if, okay so it, who okay who won probably that el primero yeah that's for that sure. thing's on like another fucking planet <laughs> yeah the, if i could the, for sure just get a watch out of out of all of those, if a brand wanted to send me anything, it would be that one. I, I that's that thing is beautiful. I'd, I'd probably get that gem encrusted Lucia one and then sell it and then just buy whatever I wanted. <laughs> Good call. Good call. That's probably what I would, what I would end up doing. But um, but yeah, that's LVMH Watch Week. Let's see if anything actually you know happens in regards to this, but. Uh, let us know your thoughts on some of the pieces that we chose. Let us know your thoughts on maybe if there's something that came out that we didn't talk so much about. I'm pretty sure I kind of looked at everything and stuff we talked about was the stuff that was interesting. Um, maybe if it's in Miami again, we can go. Head that would back, be fun. Take the you, road home. Or you could just drive down. Let's drive like three or four hours away from me. It's kind of a trek for me. I'll tell you that much. That flight sucks. Yeah, it's three or four hours plus however many hours it take you to drive because I'm sure you don't want to fly again. No. Or you could just drive it on your Harley Davidson. <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely have one of those. <laughs> <laughs> the open road, man. The less of your thoughts on this week's show, definitely please, if you enjoyed um, checking this out on YouTube, let us know what's up. We're going to keep doing this. If there are any brands or watches you want us to kind of maybe... Um, spend some time with or review Michael and I are getting in the process now of really just trying to get more in the spirit of just reviewing things, especially for 
um, YouTube, which I think is a really, really fantastic avenue just because it feels a little more authentic and thoughtful for me to do a watch review over video, which is why I'm super, super pumped to start doing that um, this week as well. Definitely check out episode 268 if you want to see the video version of my entire State of the Watch collection. Um, Head over to bookwatchnobs.com. You know, right now we're in a little bit of uh of a period where we're doing some editorial planning to start hitting things really really hard uh come mid-february but just in, re- in regard to that we have a watch guide section on uh com. so we collate some of our our favorite picks for things like best gmt watches and best watches under a thousand bucks and everything like that uh over time we will start to make video components of those and those things are always going to be updated because as we're seeing now with lvmh watch week new watches are always coming out sometimes Usually. So uh, with that said, uh, let me think. Anything else? Well, we got the kids. Let us know if you liked anything else from the show, anything that we missed. I'm sure we didn't go over any every other release, but yeah, get down in the YouTube comments and let us know. And all the fun like, share, and subscribe stuff here on YouTube. If you smash here. that subscribe button, see uh, uh, again, <laughs> we should get the little the little animation graphic that like shows someone like ping, like hitting the bell. So people cool. ask, people ask all the time how they can help, how they can help, and everything like that. Um, honestly, just subscribe to the YouTube. That's going to be such a big deal for us, especially right now where we are at this point. Uh, if you want to help us out. Subscribe to the YouTube, check out the website, those types of things, and just keep kind of letting us know. Keep commenting, letting us know your thoughts, and just engaging. We're going to do our best to keep engaging back. And um, I think with that, I think it's that sad time. Sad time. I know you got to go, so we'll let the we'll let the people go. Oh man! All right. Well, let's do this. Um, you start it, and I'll I'll uh, I'll solemnly close this out. Thank you for listening, everyone. My name is Mike. And this is Kaz. You have been listening humbly to Two Bug Watch Knobs. Sexy. Are you licking your teeth? So sexy. Can we do ASMR lock reviews? <laughs> With it to be especially engorging against my wrists. I'd fucking listen to that. Boom. Gotta go. All right, listen. All right, we're gonna go. All right, later. Everyone take care. We'll talk soon. <laughs>